0: Welcome to Trading with Rainer Show, the trading podcast where you'll gain trading insights to level up your trading so you can beat the markets. Let's start boosting your trading knowledge from your friend, Rainer Teo. Hey, hey, what's up, my friend? So just a heads up, today's episode is actually taken from one of my training videos. So let's get started. Hey, hey, what's up, my friend? So welcome to the Ultimate Forex Trading Course for beginners. So this is a comprehensive trading course that will teach you everything from A to Z, right, to becoming a proficient Forex trader. So the course is structured in a step-by-step manner. So this is really for you if you have no Forex trading experience or very little Forex trading experience. So the course is structured in such a way where the earlier lessons, right, builds on the last. So you can't just, you know, maybe, let's say, skip to the last section because it might not make sense to you, especially if you have no Forex trading experience. So my suggestion is to go through this program step-by-step as the techniques, the strategies, the concepts, right, builds on the foundation that you have learned earlier. At the same time, right, some of you watching this might be an experienced trader. And if that's the case, right, I will put the timestamps in the description. You can see, you know, which part of this training video might interest you, which topic, right, and just go to the relevant uh, section of this video. So without further ado, let's get started. So in this section, you will learn, number one, what is Forex trading? Who are the biggest players in Forex trading? The advantages of Forex trading over the other markets, like stocks, and what are the Forex market hours? So let's get started. So first and foremost, what is Forex trading? Well, Forex stands for foreign exchange, in case you haven't, you know, realized it yet. It is simply an exchange of one currency for another. And you might be thinking, why do I wanna, you know, exchange currencies, right Very simple. Let's say, for example, you wanna go on a vacation. And let's say you're in the US and you want to come to Singapore for a holiday. Well, guess what? If you bring your US dollars into Singapore and buy a bowl of noodles, the lady will give you the, you know, like what you're trying to do, man. So clearly, right, you can't use US dollars in Singapore. So what you need to do is to go to a money changer, maybe in the US, and what you'll do is sell your US dollars in exchange for Singapore dollars. And then you can, you know, come to Singapore, have a nice holiday, have a bowl of noodles, rice, and, you know, have fun. So that's pretty much, you know, one example of uh, forex trading or, Rather, you know, the exchange of currency and what the purpose is for. On the other hand, for corporations, let's say a company like Toyota who produces car, let's say they need to buy some uh, rubber for their tires, for example, okay? And, you know, uh, you know, they in Japan, right, maybe they are not a producer of rubber and they need to go to India to buy some rubber for their cars. So what do Toyota, Toyota Corporation do? What they'll do is they will sell their yen in exchange for Indian rupee. So they can use that Indian rupee go to India and buy some rubber for their tires. Make sense? So that's another example of Forex trading. One is from a retail perspective and one is from a corporation perspective. And this is a $6.6 trillion market. The Forex market is a $6.6 trillion market. Look at the number of zeros, my man. It has more, the number of zeros is even more than the, the, the hair I have on my head. So that's a huge, huge market. So who are the players of forex trading so uh, let me just you know give you a very simple chart right to kind of you know break down who trades the forex market so you can see over here, primarily the forex markets are traded by, you know, the major banks. This could be due to, you know, hedging their portfolios, filling their, you know, uh, meeting their requirements of their clients, like commercial companies, which I'll explain shortly. Uh, this could, uh, a forex market is also, you know, traded by hedge funds for, you know, speculative purposes, maybe to hedge their portfolios and done by commercial companies, for example, like Toyota, as I've mentioned earlier. So for example, how does commercial companies and bank work hand in hand? So very simple. So let's say, you know, a company like, again, Toyota, they know they need, let's say they they, they want to buy rubber from India. They can't use yen in India because, you know, the, the Indians might think, you know, w- what is this piece of paper, right? Am I supposed to make a paper plane out of this? No. So what Toyota will do is they might go to a bank and say, hey, I need to exchange, you know, X number of yens, right, in exchange for Indian rupee. So the commercial bank will go to, I mean, the commercial company will go to the bank, right, and you'll settle this, uh, this uh, transaction. So this is how they kind of you know, work interrelated together. And of course, banks can, you know, trade uh, within a, uh, among one another to hedge their portfolio and stuff like that. And finally, at the bottom of the food chain, you have the retail traders like us who, you know, go into this for maybe uh, speculative purposes, could be, you know, going for vacation, need to change a bit of uh, currencies. So yeah, this is uh, largely, you know, what what are the players in the Forex markets do. So advantages of Forex trading. So what are the advantages? Number one, right, it is low barrier to entry. So you can start with, you know, as little as $100. So unlike, you know, futures or stocks where you probably would have to start with a larger amount for Forex trading, right, to open an account, $100, right, is, I would say, enough, right, to open an account. It has high liquidity, so you can enter and exit your trades easily. So if you trade forex and you want to buy, let's say, a currency pair like euro dollar, you can pretty much get at the price right that you see on your screen. Unlike you know certain markets, like let's say penny stock, sometimes uh um, market is moving quickly or market is illiquid when you thought so you buy at 100 dollars right, and end up you buy the stock at $105 due to you know uh, slippages and stuff like that. So in forex trading, you still have slippages, but I would say it's lesser compared to the stock markets. Then uh, the market is open 24-5 for Forex, right? You can trade pretty much anytime you want, unlike the stock markets, which is, you know, just open for a fixed number of hours in a day. So what are the Forex market hours? So as mentioned, right, Forex is open 24 hours, five days a week. So it's open from Sunday to Friday, right? Depending on where you are in the world. If you're like me in Singapore, it's open from Monday to Friday. If, I mean, Monday to Saturday. If you're in US, then you'll be from Sunday to Friday because of the uh, hours in the Forex market because of your time zone. So what are the Forex market hours? Okay, so let me just break this down so you can understand this chart. So first one over here is the daylight saving time. So this refers to the summer months in US, okay, in uh, overseas, in other countries. In Singapore, we don't have daylight saving time. So this is a bit uh, uh, new to you if you are in Asia. And the time that we use to depict the hours, we use GMT over here. Okay, so for example, let's say uh, London market, right, for summer period, the London Session right starts at seven AM GMT and ends at four PM GMT. So sixteen hundred right is in essence right four PM if you convert it. Okay. For New York, it starts at twelve PM GMT, the New York session, and it ends at nine PM GMT, New York session. So you can see how this uh this uh table right breaks down the different forex sessions and their open and closing hours. So this is for daylight savings time during the summer period. And for standard time, right, during the winter period, right, the hours, right, are slightly different. They are different by an hour. So, if you look now at London again, now, we open at 8 a.m., whereas previously, it opened at 7 a.m. Okay, so previously, 7 a.m. here. So, during winter months, right, it starts at 8 a.m. and ends at 5 p.m. For New York, it starts at 1 p.m. and closes at or ends at 10 p.m. So you can see uh, this table here, uh, I would say it's useful, right, to to know, you know, what time a certain Forex market session opens or closes in your particular time zone. And some of you might be wondering, hey, Raina, how do I know whether is it a uh, winter or summer period? Simple, just Google. <laughs> if you Google, right, then you know whether, hey, is it now standard time or is it daylight savings time? So I, I'm not gonna put that down here because it really depends on the time of the year. So let's do a quick recap. Number one, Forex trading is simply an exchange of one currency for another is traded by banks, corporations, brokers, and retail traders like you and me. Forex trading has a low barrier to entry, high liquidity, and the market is open twenty-four five. And finally, the Forex market hours are broken down into four different sessions, the Sydney session, the Tokyo, London, and New York. And one thing to add, right, a bonus thing is that uh, the most volatile session, right, in the Forex market is during the London and New York overlap. So it's actually during these few hours from here to here, because both the London and the New York session are open and these are kind of like the biggest financial markets in the world. So a lot of transactions are going on during this Forex market hours. And if you look at the Forex charts, like the 15 minutes or the one hour time frame, you can see that during this period, right, the candles are moving a lot, a lot more during this uh, few hours of the day. So this is just one additional thing to share with you. Okay, so we have done the recap, so uh, that's pretty much it. Now, moving on, right, you will learn what is a currency pair, what is a base and quote currency, what are the different types of currency pairs. So let's get started. Number one, what is a currency pair? So one thing to note is that you trade currency in pairs, not as a standalone. So just like you know when you go to a supermarket to buy an orange, you don't say, hey, I wanna buy some orange. They will tell you, yeah, you wanna buy some orange, right? But you have to you know, exchange right, your money for an orange. So same thing for currency pairs, right? When you want to trade currencies, you have to exchange one currency for another currency. You can't just say, I wanna buy some euros. Is, then the other person on the, or the other pa- ta- party will be thinking, sure, you're going to buy some euros, so what are you giving me in exchange? So this is why currency pairs, or rather why currencies right, trade in pairs, not as a standalone. So in essence, right, a currency pairs help you measure a currency's value against another currency. So for example, let me explain, right? Euro against the dollar. So when you, let's say, buy the euro dollar, in essence, what you're doing is you're buying the euro currency, right? and you're selling the US dollar. So in essence, right, when you are buying the euro, you're giving the other party US dollars in exchange for the euro currency. So just like you're buying an apple from the supermarket, you're giving your money in exchange for that apple. So it works in pair. Likewise, for dollar against the yen, you are buying the US dollar and in return, right, you give the other party Japanese yen. Make sense? Moving on. What is a base currency or what is a base currency? So let me explain. A base currency is in essence, right, the first currency that appears in a currency pair. So this will illustrate. So for example, Euro against the dollar, the first currency of the pair is called a base currency. And I'll I'll explain why shortly. So what is a quote currency? So the quote currency is the second currency that appears in a currency pair. And for the Euro-dollar example, the US dollar is the quote currency. And now you might be wondering, hey, Rainer, what's the purpose of purpose of all this, man? So let me explain. The purpose of all this is to tell you how much it costs in one in quote currency to buy one base currency. I know that sounds like a technical mouthful, so I'll break it down very simply, which I've I've actually done earlier. So, for example, euro dollar at one point three five zero zero. What it means is you know that euro is the base currency. Let's call it B, base. And the dollar, as mentioned, is the quote currency. Let's put it Q. So this tells you how much it costs in quote currency to buy one base currency. So in essence, what this tells you is that for one euro dollar, it will cost you $1.35 USD. So let's say you go to a money changer. Hey, I want to buy one euro, man. And the guy says, sure, my man. Give me $1.35 USD and I'll give you 1 euro. That's how it works, right? And that's how you kind of interpret this, right? (laughs) Okay, it tells you how much it costs in quote currency to buy one base currency. And I think that should be uh, pretty self-explanatory. If you don't understand this, just rewind this video and I'm I'm pretty sure you'll get it. So when you're trading currencies, right, there are different types of currency pairs. And I'll explain what are the three different types of currency pairs that you'll encounter. Number one is what we call the major currency pairs. Number two, we have cross-currency pairs. And number three, exotic currency pairs. Ooh la la. So let me explain. Major currency pairs. These are in essence, right? Or rather, they refer to the most traded currency pairs in the world. So these are the seven most traded currency pairs in the world. They're all uh, dollar denominated. Like, you know, the euro against the dollar, the pound against the dollar, dollar against the Canadian, etc. So if you are new to Forex trading, right? uh, These are, I would say, the seven currency pairs that you might want to consider starting to, I mean, to trade first because they are usually, uh, I would say their transaction costs are lower due to lower spreads and, you know, you get less slippages when trading this uh, most, the seven most popular currency pairs. So these are the major currency pairs. The next one, cross-currency pairs. This refers to currency pairs which are non-USD, which doesn't have the USD, you know, uh, denomination in it. So for example, let's say you have the euro crosses. Euro crosses simply means that the currency pairs that has the euro currency in it, like the euro against the British pound, euro against the Aussie dollar, euro against the New Zealand dollar. Then you have the pound crosses like pound yen, pound against the Aussie dollar, pound against the New Zealand dollar, etc. Pretty pretty simple stuff. And finally, the last type of currency pairs that we have is the exotic currency pairs. This is when one, ma- when one major currency pair is paired with a developing country's currency. So for example, US dollar against the Mexican peso. US dollar is a major currency pair. And Mexican peso, right, this is a developing country's currency. So again, this meets the requirement, right? One major currency is paired with a developing country's currency. Next one, the euro against the Turkish lira. Euro is a major currency. Turkish lira is a developing country's currency. And finally, the Indian rupee against the British pound. Again, so this is what we mean by exotic currency pairs. So one thing to note, right, is that when you trade exotic currency pairs, the spread tends to be wider. So if you don't understand what the spread means, right, don't worry. As you progress on in your trading journey, you'll understand. But in essence, right, the transaction costs to trade exotic currency pairs, they are more expensive compared to the uh, major currency pairs. So a quick recap. Number one, currencies, they are traded in pairs, not as a standalone. The base currency is the first currency in the pair. The quote currency is the second currency in the pair. And then there are three types of currency pairs, major, cross, and exotics. We appreciate you joining us in this session of Trading with Rainer Show. Be sure to rate, review, and subscribe to the show. And visit tradingwithrainer.com for more resources related to today's session. That's tradingwithrainer.com. Until next time, good luck and good trading.